This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. I'm your host, Bishop Poole. I'm always happy to have you and you. Call a friend and tell a friend that Doctrine of Truth is on the air. Amen. Because of you, we're here. And because of you, we thank God for your prayers. Now, Father, we thank you this morning, this afternoon, where the listeners might be. God, as we come before you, God, listen, listening for your revelation of your word that we can grow thereby. Lord, we bind off false teaching or false doctrine, whatever weapon is trying to stop this program and the hearers from hearing the truth. You said, we shall know the truth and the truth, amen, shall set you free. Amen, we have to bind Satan's hand against all illness and sickness and disease, those that have been afflicted, oh God, and worn down. Lord, we actually lift them up, encourage them. The spirit of disappointment, the spirit of disencouragement. Oh God, those that feel that they can't make it again. But Lord, lift them up in the name of Jesus. Send your healing virtue to mother, oh God, to grandpa, oh God, to the children and the young people. Lord, being stressed out this time of the of year, going through school and college, working. Lord, let them know what you say. You say you'll be with them all the way, even to the end of the world. And we give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, welcome again and thank you for being with us. This time we count it a pleasure. Amen. And an honor. Amen. Allowing this broadcast to be in your hearing. We're discussing what Jesus has said many times about false teaching. Jesus said in these times, amen, quoting from the book of Matthews, we're going to get the book of Matthews and we want to uh, look at the 24th division of Matthews. And Jesus said he was talking to the disciples concerning that how if he would die, that he would rise again. But he gave him a metaphor and an example by looking at the temple. How he knew that the Roman soldier would destroy the temple, the tabernacle. And Jesus said in the 24th chapter of the King James Bible, and we always use the King James Bible starting out, but you'll hear me speak of many times by using other translation, but we bounce off and sound off the King James Bible. And you'll find you get more, sometimes more clarity and your understanding. Proverbs say, get, get wisdom, but all I getting get understanding. So we always strive here to give you scriptures and examples, amen, to help you to get an understanding that you can live by the word of God. You can live off the word of God, amen, because the word of God is live, amen. It's worthy to live off the word of God, amen. It's supernatural. Those that are looking for supernatural, amen, uh, 
uh, ancestral, uh, uh, deep founding secrets. It's in the Bible. It's in the Word of God. In Matthew 24, and beginning the third verse, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, what shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Now, this is a good example in his word about the end time. The end time is here. You have much false teaching, much decep deception. And that's what we, we're talking about again today. Amen. Teaching on how you know deception is working in the land or even in your life, even in your studies. Amen. It's very important that you be aware how important it is to have the Old Testament, the Old Covenant in your life. Many are searching out now when they, uh, when they was born, what country they came from, and who was their mother and father. But when it comes down to, amen, your life that you live in offer, that God promised you everlasting life, and you begin to accept yourself and look at yourself as being Christian, Amen. You should learn and study of a God's word. Invest all you can in God's word. Uh, the book of Matthews. Notice here. The 17th verse. Think not I come to destroy the law of the prophets. And notice what Jesus said. I didn't come to destroy anything. Continue. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Avail I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law until it all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them the same shall be, be great in the kingdom of heaven. I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribe and Pharisee, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said he didn't come to destroy. He, he did not come, amen, to destroy, might as well say himself. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. St. John, the first chapter, He is the Word. He is God in the flesh. Amen. He's re the reincarnated God, incarnated God. John 1 and, 1 and 14, the Word was made flesh and walked among us. He is God. Why would He fight against Himself? Why would He fight against Himself? Matthews 5 in, in the Amplified Bible in the 17th verse. Do not think that I came to do away with, with or undo the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. 
I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the stroke of a pen will pass from the law until all things, which is in the four shadows, are accomplished. So we shall break one of the least important of these commandments and teach others to do the same will be called the least in the kingdom, the important kingdom of heaven. But whosoever practice and teaches them, he will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Now notice we'll see the 20 verse, For I say unto you that unless your righteousness, unrighteousness, moral essence, is more than that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. That was a problem that arise in the, uh, well, let's, let's go to another translation here for we can grasp what Jesus is saying about the Old Testament, saying about the, about the law. Let's go to the Passionate Translation, P-T-P-T, the Passionate Translation. The 17th verse of Matthews under the Passionate Translation of the Bible. If you think I have come to set aside the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets, you're mistaken. I have come to bring to perfection all that has been written. Indeed, I assure you, as long as heaven and earth endure, not even the smallest detail of the law will be done away with until its purpose is complete. So whoever violate even the least important of these commandments, of the commandments, and teach others to do so, will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. So what you find here, amen, that whosoever obeyed them and teach their truth to others will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Now this is the Passion uh, translation of the Bible. And we're going to read one more translation, the Easy Bible, the Easy, easy English Bible, Easy English Bible, Matthew 7, 5, and the 17th verse. We're talking about how Jesus talked talk of the law, Moses, and gave it to the Jews. 17th verse of the Matthews of the Easy Bible, Easy English Bible. Jesus said, you shall not think that I come to destroy God's law. Also, I have not come to destroy the messages that God's prophets wrote down. No, I have not come to destroy their words. I have come to make what they taught become true. I'll tell you this, one day, even the earth and the sky will finish. But while they remain, God's law will also remain. Nobody can remove even the smallest thing from it. The law will remain until everything in it has happened. Amen. A person may choose not to obey a rule of God's law. He may think it is the least important rule. He may also teach others people to think that like that, then God will call him 
the least important person in the kingdom of heaven. But a person may choose to obey all the rules of God's law, and he may teach other people to obey them too. Then God will call that person great in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you this, you must always do what is right. You must live in a way that is better than the teachers of God's law and the Pharisees. You will never come into the kingdom of heaven if you do not do better than them. Amen. So we gave you four translations there, the King James, the Easy uh, Bible, the Amplified Bible, and the Passionate Bible. And what's the point? The point is that we're trying to get you to see, to understand that everything the devil does, amen, he fights against whatever is true, what God gave, amen, his people. Jesus said there's going to be much deception in the land. There's a deceiver in the land. He come to, the, to take a part of the truth, amen. He takes a part of the truth, and he doesn't tell you all of it. That's what you call deception. Amen. Jesus said he didn't come to destroy the law of Moses. Then many people said, oh, we don't need the law of Moses. We don't need the Old Testament. Well, how are you going to find out? Let's go to Genesis, the first Genesis, the third chapter in the book of the, uh, we, we, we're going to stay in the easy, the easy reading Bible. And let's notice something here. The devil always try to undo what God has done. He always working against the church. He's working against marriage. He, he's working against, amen, sound doctrine that Jesus taught. Amen. Love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. Amen. Do unto others as you haven't done unto you. The moral law. Amen. He's telling people we can do anything you want to do now. Since we're under grace, we're under grace. We're under God. We, we're, under, we're, under, we're under mercy and truth. Yes, yes, you are. Jesus took away, amen, the part concerning uh, how to get saved. He took away how to get saved. You don't have to bring any more lambs and bulls and pigeons and heifers, amen, to God to give to the priest. He presented to God. No, you don't have to do that anymore. Jesus is the way. He is the Lamb of God that took away the sins of the world. He is the one that we go to. He is the one we confess to because he is our high priest at the order majestic. Amen. In the Old Testament. Amen. The Old Covenant during the Abraham days. So this is still the same order. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So this is still the same order, amen, how to get away, how to take sin away from the world and present it to God, amen. Jesus is God, and he has set up the order, amen. First, amen, is the word of God, His sacrifices have to be made, like it was made in the Garden of Eden. And then the next step has to be, he have the priests. Priests, the priest is a mediator between God and man. And this man of the high priest order, Majestic Abraham gave a tenth apart. Not only Abraham recognized him, amen, and he promised Abraham. And so the promise of Abraham is going on through Jesus Christ. He is our high priest. He is the one. He said, I'm the way, St. John 14. 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Amen. So Thomas said, Lord, show us the Father. Then it suffice that Jesus said, I am, I am. Amen. I have been so long with you, Thomas. Amen. When you see me, you've seen the Father. Amen. Jesus is the only way we can get to God and he, a sacrifice needs to be made. So Jesus gave his life on the cross. Amen. He's the Lamb of God that took away the sins of the world. But we still have to follow the commandments of God. We still have to follow the commandments of God. That's what Paul had to go to a church in Corinthians. Amen. Because somebody was going through with a stepmother in the church. And the church knew about, amen, this man was going with his stepmother. There are many other things, that, amen, they have a uh, fight and argue against their brother and their sisters. Amen. So there are many things, thieves, to say, oh, it's okay now, I'm under grace, I can steal. It's okay now, I can lie. It's okay now, I can shoot and kill people. It's okay now, I'm a, I'm a, no, it's not okay. The devil twisted it and have so many people run and say, oh, I'm on, I'm on the grace. So what they do, they dress any type of way, come to the tabernacle, they give anything they want to give to the tabernacle. But when it comes down to, amen, their anniversary, their birthday, amen, their retirement, amen, vacations, they go all out. They borrow money, do everything, but support the God's house. Not only that, but they don't support the widows. They don't give the charity. Amen. They don't help the needy and the poor. Amen. They just want, 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 want. And where have that come from? From Satan. And he's, he's, he's destroying people. They're not looking for souls. They're not running for souls. They're telling you not to witness. In the book of Genesis, amen, for my time run out, in the book of Genesis, how did the serpent get into the wilderness? How did the serpent get into the garden? If they if you don't like the old covenant, how did the serpent get into the garden? Amen. And we was talking to Adam and Eve. This when deception started. This when uh, Theophane started. The enemy uses other people. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Amen. He uses other people against you. Amen. You think it might be that person, but it's not that person. Amen. So we find here in the book of Genesis, the third chapter, and we want to read it. A portion of it real quickly, Genesis, the third chapter, the easy Bible. Uh, and the Lord made many wild animals, but the snake was the most clever of them of all. The snake asked the, asked the woman, did God say you must not eat of the fruit from the tree in the garden? Is that really true? The woman replied, you may eat fruit from the tree in the garden, but God said, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the midst of the garden. You must not eat, even touch it. If you do that, you will die. Then the snake said to the woman, no. Now that's, that's, that's very uh, uh, disrespectful. That's very abrupt. Amen. To challenge what God says. And that's what the enemy does. He challenged what God says. No, you will not die. God knows that when you eat the fruit from the, this tree, amen, you will understand things. You become like God himself. You know about good things and evil things.
The woman looked at the fruit of the tree and saw it was good for eat, and it was beautiful to look at. She wanted to eat it because it would make her become wise. So she took of the, of the fruit and ate it, and she gave it the fruit to her husband, and he did eat it with her. He also ate. Now watch this very closely. Amen. We're going to go down for sake of time. We're watching here. Amen. Then they understood what they had done. They realized they were not wearing the clothes, so they took leaves from fig trees and tied them together to clothe their bodies. Amen. So, you notice here that the serpent said, the day that you eat of this tree, you will not surely die. And that's the problem going on now. Amen. Many people are noticing and saying, Amen. God won't kill you. God won't destroy you. But you notice that the enemy told Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve, they ate of the tree. They ate of the tree. They themselves uh, reached out and took their own hands and ate of the tree. The serpent didn't eat anything. He did what we call spiritual warfare. He, he gave them false information and they did it their own self. That's what the enemy does. The devil always twists God's word. He twists the activities in the church. He twists the, all the different type of salvation strengthening programs. Amen. He comes after uh, the commandments of God. Jesus said in 1 John, the fifth chapter, my commandments are not grievous. He told him in Paul, amen. And Paul said in the last days, and to told Timothy, amen, there'll be doctors of demons, amen. They're going to forbid to marry. They forbid to eat meats. You find that today, amen. They forbidden, they're, not, they're cohabitating everywhere. Amen. They lying. They dis disregarding the church. They 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 uh, they're disrespecting God's house. Amen. They they not they they taking almost taking the fig trees off of their body. Amen. So what? This is a teaching of the devil. Hebrews talk about it. If you read the Hebrews. Amen. The first six, seven, eight chapters talking about God. Amen. Manchester. Jesus is our high priest. We have a high priest where we can go to and confess and pray and ask him for forgiveness. Amen. He present our our prayers and our sacrifice of living right to God himself. He's sitting on the right hand side. He is our high priest. Amen. He said between God and man, Jesus the Christ. Amen. As well as amen the the, the sacrifices that Hebrews talk about. There's no more now bringing bulls and goats and sheep. Amen. To God. Amen. He said he put in laws in their mind and their conscience. In your conscience and your mind, you know what's right and what's wrong. Amen. You know the difference between good and evil. You had that in the Garden of Eden. You know the difference between good and evil. You was born with that. Yes, sin. You know sin and you know the difference between good and evil. So the devil is going to tell you evil is good. Amen. And good is bad. Amen. He's twisting it around. He bringing deception. Amen. And he wants you to know you can do anything you want to do. And basically, all, all, all the fighting 
and arguing is against, amen, the support of God's house and the support of a covenant that God gave to his people, the way you come in a contract with God. God told Abraham, amen, you give me a portion, amen. Not only that, I give you all the land. You give me a portion, amen. Even unsaved people that don't believe in the Bible or don't the church, they know there's a greater covenant, amen. They, they teach tithes and offerings, give it to the church, they give it to charity. They give the charity because they know, amen, they call it karma, but the Bible says give and it shall be given, amen. What goes around, they say goes around, come around, no, whatever you sow, you reap. So there are some are still practicing, amen, the old covenant of principles of the Bible, amen. But we have the, the, the doctrines of the Bible, we have the teachings of Jesus, how he tell us to give and support how he tells us to forgive, how he speaks and talks to us concerning those that are following Christ now about the commandments of God, about the commandments of God. So those that have thrown away the Old Testament, thrown away the Old Covenant, how you know you're on the right track unless you've got a, you, you have the Old Covenant, you have the Old Records. Amen. The Old Records must be pulled up. Amen. The history must be pulled up. Amen. To look at where you came from. Where did Christianity come from? Amen. Christian came from, not Christianity. Christ-like people came from. Amen. Jesus, Jesus came. Amen. The Jew, he came and he brought. Amen. Judaism, he came, he brought. Amen. The Messiah. He is the Messiah. They were looking for the Messiah. So we have in the last days much deception going on about you don't need this of the Bible, you don't need that. You do all you can to hear the word of God. You you, you seek and you love uh, Jesus. You love God. Amen. And when you come into church, oh, there's no such thing as Jesus. Amen. I love God. Jesus is God. Jesus is God. He's God and walking in the flesh. And he came to make it easy. He came to make it easy. Amen. Everything the enemy told you, Prove it out. Paul told him in Romans, Amen. Amen. Lay aside every weight in the sin so easy beset us. Let us run the race with patience, looking unto God. Amen. Let us prove that which is perfect. Amen. Prove it out. Prove it out. Father, we thank you right now. Look upon the listeners. Oh God, look upon their life and help them to stretch their sales, stretch their studies that they be able to come out of poverty, that they be able to come out of sickness and disease, that they be able to come out and be a child that you're calling for. And Lord, we give you the praise and the glory as always. In Jesus the Christ we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Until next time. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth at gmail.com. 
And if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you. Say we